WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando, and good Friday morning to you. Great to have you with us here at 6 o'clock for our very first look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, a successful night for SpaceX. Details in one minute. The latest on Trump versus Pelosi. They're calling each other crazy. Who's got it right? Next on Good Morning Orlando. After two postponements last week, SpaceX gets a Falcon 9 rocket off the launch pad at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition, liftoff. The rocket carrying 60 Starlink satellites, the first of thousands of Starlinks to be sent into orbit, they're designed to form an interconnected network beaming high-speed internet to consumers anywhere in the world. SpaceX also recorded its 40th booster recovery last night as the Falcon 9's first stage landed on a drone ship in the Atlantic minutes after launch. It was worth the wait and a couple of delays. They got it right, Alan. Very exciting. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Serial killer Bobby Joe Long's stay on Florida's death row is over after 35 years. Long executed by lethal injection at the state prison last night. Lula Williams is the mother of one of his victims. We thank God that this day has finally arrived to see that murderer of my daughter put to death. Chanel, loved by her family, along with the other victims, will now have the justice they deserve. Long had confessed to murdering eight women in the Tampa Bay area in the 1980s. Nobody's ever been on Florida death row longer. 30, well, 35 years since the crimes, the better part of that, almost all of it, on death row. And we're going to debate whether changes need to be made in the 7 o'clock hour, Alan. But this just in from London, Britain's Prime Minister Theresa May resigning, toppled by the Brexit crisis. She will officially step down on June 7th. We will build a better Britain. Theresa May moved into 10 Downing Street in the aftermath of the 2016 Brexit referendum. Brexit means Brexit, and we are going to make a success of it. She spent 18 months negotiating a divorce deal with the European Union, but when she put that deal to Parliament, it was crushed repeatedly. The nose to the left, 432. What's not clear is whether anyone else in a fractured Parliament has a plan more likely to succeed. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is being charged with espionage. Federal prosecutors filed over a dozen new charges against Assange yesterday. The Justice Department says he violated the Espionage Act by conspiring with former Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning to illegally get secret government documents. President Trump is calling House Speaker Nancy Pelosi a mess. Pelosi yesterday suggested that Trump needs an intervention after he walked out of Wednesday's meeting with Democrats about the infrastructure. The president responded, I tell you what, I've been watching her and I have I have been watching her for a long period of time. She's not the same person. Uh, she's lost it. Trump insisting he was very calm at Wednesday's meeting. Yeah, we're going to have more on this showdown in a moment. By the way, if you run across a video circulating on social media showing Nancy Pelosi appearing to be drunk, it is doctored. That video was deliberately slowed to make it appear Pelosi was slurring her words. It's unknown who altered that video. WFLA News Time is 6.05. 
Nick Walenda and his sister plan a high-wire walk over Times Square on live TV. That story online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Buttheading around Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you here on what is our Memorial Day show because we don't do live shows on Monday holidays because most of you who catch us in the car on the way to work as commuters uh, are not available to us. And we have special programming on Monday morning from 6 until 9. We'll be back with you live on Tuesday. By the way, fans of Alan Spector can rest assured I will be here on Monday morning doing the news. Now, that's right. The news goes on. Yes, the show, I'm, I'm excited about that. Starting. Yes, you are. And the show, though, does not. And that's just the, what the tradition has been here at the station. Having said that, we have a couple of our traditional um, patriotic pieces that we will play that so many of you have looked forward to that I recorded um, years ago. And uh, we're going to play What is a Veteran a couple of times this morning for you. The first one will be later in this hour and you'll also hear our uh, narrative, Freedom Isn't Free. So stay tuned on that score. But Alan has set the table. Um, uh, this is really getting rough, uh, and rougher than ever, I think. Trump versus Pelosi. They're essentially calling each other crazy for different reasons. My question to you in a moment, when you hear from both of them, um, are they both right? They're both wrong? One right, one wrong? I'd like to know what you think. 407-916-5400 and our toll-free at uh, 866-916-5400 while the text line is available at 23680. There, standard message and data rates apply. It's all just ahead and much more. I tell you what, you're crazy if you're not listening in moments for the keyword of the hour. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could win $1,000 as we attempt to make your wallet great again. Now, if you are a winner, you'll get a call from area code 513 telling you that. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. 607 on Good Morning Orlando. This important headline for you now out of Washington under the headline of investigating the investigators. President Trump is ordering the intelligence community to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice investigation into the origin of the special counsel probe on Russian meddling in the 2016 election. Trump said he's giving Attorney General Bill Barr complete authority to declassify information pertaining to the investigation and demanding that the intel chiefs uh, also go along with this. Barr has said he thinks spying was taking place against the Trump campaign in 2016. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio 93.1. Yeah, in many ways, that's a more important story than what we're about to get into. You know, the back and forth, the insults, the crazy talk between Trump and, um, and Pelosi. This is a big deal here, and I think there are a lot of people from James Comey back into the rest of the deep state and among the Democrats who are quaking in their boots about what might be found here. 
Yeah, it is an important story. We'll see what the reaction is today, but I've been calling for that for a long time for Trump to do that, so I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, he's finally pulled the trigger on it. Took a while, and we are glad. We'll see how that turns out. But now, let's get into uh, the latest round of Trump versus Pelosi. And in a moment, uh, I think there may be some kind of psychological uh, ploy being played by 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 Pelosi on impeachment, but not being played against Trump, but members of her own impeachment-happy left wing of the Democrat Party. Stay tuned and see what you think of that in a moment. But first of all, um, here's Trump, because they're both Trump and Pelosi calling each other crazy in one form or another here. Um, You know, they had the blow up at the meeting on infrastructure on Wednesday. And uh, yesterday, uh, Trump made this observation uh, during an impromptu news conference at the White House about the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi. Crazy Nancy. I tell you what, I've been watching her and I have I have been watching her for a long period of time. She's not the same person. Uh, She's lost it. What she's he's essentially saying is she's, you know, off the rails and becoming irrational. But at age 79, I think he's pretty clearly suggesting she's becoming senile, that she has some kind of mental impairment, that she might be in the early stages of dementia. Some would say not the early stages. That's what I got from Trump there. The question to you is they're calling each other crazy. Who's right, who's wrong, and why? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Now to Pelosi, who says there's something wrong with Trump, seeming to question his fitness for the job, as she describes his behavior during her White House meeting with Trump on Wednesday. Another temper tantrum. Uh, uh, Again, I pray for the President of the United States. I wish that his family or his administration or his staff would have an intervention for the good of the country. An intervention? Boy, what do you have an, infer- an intervention when you got some member of your family or your circles of friends or folks at work? You know, somebody's hopelessly hooked on drugs. They're boozed up the whole time. You know, they're engaged in all kinds of unsavory personal conduct. And you have an intervention. Wow. What a term to use. Um... She's talking about a presidential intervention here. She appeared also to joke about the 25th Amendment that allows for a process that could lead to the removal of the president without Congress's involvement has to do with the vice president and the majority of the cabinet. We've talked about it before. Uh, Pelosi said this, statutory intervention, that'd be good. Article 25, that's a good idea. I'll take it up with my caucus. Not that they haven't already been thinking about it. This is getting really nasty. Who's crazy? 407-916-5400 and the um, text line 23680. Now, here is Trump um, claiming once again that, no, he's not. He's not crazy. He is He is a stable genius. He said it at the White House yesterday, encountering Pelosi and Schumer's narrative that he was a raging maniac and came unglued at their White House meeting on infrastructure on Wednesday that broke up after three minutes when the president walked out. Uh, It's a storyline that has been pounded home by the Trump-hating media. With the hammers rolling yesterday, Trump wasn't going to let him get away with it. Here he is live asking key members of his staff in the room to describe his demeanor at that meeting with Schumer and Pelosi. Here are Kellyanne Conway, Mercedes Schlapp, Larry Kudlow, and Sarah Sanders. 
very calm, no temper tantrum. You were very calm and you were very direct. You were very calm and you laid out the case. Very calm. I've seen both and this was definitely not uh, <laughs> angry or ranting. Uh, very calm and straightforward and clear. What's your take on all of this? Trump versus Pelosi. And um, we'll get into it in a moment with you. But also, Pelosi has been telling her colleagues, according to NBC News, that Trump is, are you ready for this word? Villainous. He's a villain. He's villainous. And that he wants to be impeached. Listen to me. She's reportedly telling her Democrat colleagues that Trump wants to be impeached. Pelosi repeatedly says she doesn't want to go down the impeachment road. It's too divisive. The Republicans control the Senate. They'd never be able to convict him and throw him out of office. Why would she be saying that Trump wants to be impeached? We got some psychology at work here, I think. And I'll try to make the case in a moment and see what you think. Um, we'll get into that. But I want your reaction to all you have heard from me and from the principal players here. Trump versus Pelosi, in one way or another, calling the other one crazy. Nuts, however you want to put it. Uh, is there merit to these comments? If so, on which side? If not, let us know what you're thinking this morning. We'll get into it right now, though, on... Um, on a more personal note, certainly a local note here, how'd you like to go to the movie of your choice on this Memorial Day holiday weekend absolutely free? Put yourself in the running for free movie tickets from our friends at Adam Tickets. Here's your chance to win free movie tickets. Just text them now. Text RECORD, R-E-C-O-R-D, to A-T-O-M-1. That's 28661 for your chance to win free movie tickets to the flick of your choice. The Adam's Ticket app is amazing. You check that out, too, where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, and more. Uh, we continue, and we'd love to talk with you. Right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Local headlines now in Central Florida. A 30-year-old murder mystery may finally be solved in Seminole County. The sheriff has announced that Danny Emmett was arrested this week for killing Avalyn Aguilar in 1986. Emmett, who was just 17 at the time, allegedly stabbed the 38-year-old woman to death in her home near Castleberry. DNA testing led detectives to the now 50-year-old Emmett, who was found in Tennessee working as a dishwasher and a busboy at a restaurant. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. All right, gang, and Yaffe and Melissa, let me float this your way. I'm not a psychiatrist, okay? But I think there is psychology at work here when Pelosi, beyond calling Trump villainous and crazy, and we can, we'll get your reactions, everybody, to that here in just a moment, um, but that he wants, she said yesterday, that he wants to be impeached. Why would she, why would she be saying that? She told that to her Democrat colleagues in the, in the House caucus, okay? Trump wants to be impeached. Now, they, you would think, would say, well, that's exactly what we want, Nancy. This is great. you got to get on board with us. You've been resisting impeachment. I think it's reverse psychology here because particularly the left wing of the Democrat Party, um, you know, whatever Trump wants, we don't want, and we're going to oppose him, and we're not going to let him have it. 
Nancy says he wants to be impeached. Well, we can't do that. No, 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 not going to do impeachment. Nancy, uh, we'll do investigations. You know, Trump said yesterday, you know, they're trying to kill me with a thousand stabs is what they're trying to do here because they don't like the way the election came out and they can't get rid of me any other way. I think it's reverse psychology. That gives Nancy a lot of credit, though. But I think you might be right. Tell the left, he wants to be impeached. And they'll say, well, we're not going to do it. No, <laughs> we're going to leave him in office and torture him until he drops. Although I don't think the left's going to take her up on that, though. Even if that's what Pelosi's doing, I think the left still wants to impeach him. What honestly. about what about the charges on one level or another? Pelosi to Trump, you're crazy. Pelosi, uh, Trump to Pelosi, you're crazy. You know. I think they're both wrong. I don't think Pelosi's crazy. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. So she'd be crazy like a fox, Melissa Fox? uh, You and I are on the same wavelength. I think they both are not crazy. But I think if I was to say I'm an extremely stable genius like he did, I think everyone would go, no, no. Um, I get it. But the whole name calling, the slinging of the mud, it's fun. But what's really going on behind scenes that we're not getting to see? Yeah, That's a good question. I think everybody up there is nuts. They're all crazy. I think think you have to be crazy in the first place these days to want to get into the political arena and uh, suffer the slings and arrows that you will when you do that. (laughs) You might be right, Alan. Robert, good morning. Joining the gang from Oviedo, we appreciate it. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I I think Nancy's brought the poop map from San Francisco right into Washington. And I'll, I'll tell you, when you open the map, the biggest pile's right there in the speaker's chamber, chamber but change you can step in. <laughs> Ooh, the nasty. rest of the map, you follow around, just look for a D next to the name. All right, there, there we go. Have some breakfast, everyone. Yeah, Want to bring on yeah. another caller here, Alan? I'm not sure after that, but uh, let's, go to, <laughs> let's go to Ben in Claremont. Good morning, Ben. Hey, Alan, everybody. Uh, but I think you, you got something there about that reverse psychology. Oh, yeah. Whatever he wants, don't do it. I think they're all nuts up there. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But but I told you this a year or two ago or mentioned this. Nancy reminds me of when I was young and them girls would take quaaludes and how they would act and talk. That's what I think every time I hear her talk. Really? So you have experience with drugged out young women? No, I mean... The sordid past of Ben from Claremont. Boy, those were the days, weren't they, Ben? (laughs) She just seems, you know, she just... Trump is is really making the case, though. He he was suggesting that that she's becoming senile, that she's got a dementia issue here. And there are times when, when she messes up her words and scrambles them so much and seems to lose her train of thought... That, you know, a doctored video aside, Alan, I do begin to wonder. Now, she is 79 years old. Now, however, on the other side, Donald Trump has not always been the most lucid speaker. But I don't think he drop kicks a whole bunch of words. Some will say who don't like him that he takes liberties with the truth. But I think he's a pretty smooth speaker. Anyway, that's been my perception. Ben, thanks for joining us here. Um, Thoughts on the text line or anything further from the gang in the control room? Yeah, one person said uh, Trump's goal is to make America great. Pelosi's goal is to make Trump lose in 2020. She's lost her way and her mind. She needs to be impeached. And someone responded to me. You know, I said something's going on in the back. 
I say, yeah, Melissa, what's really going on is Nancy Pelosi standing there yesterday, stumbling and stuttering through the words while President Trump was pushing a $16 billion relief bill through for the farmers of the United States. That, that is where he began to go off the page there in the White House with all the sound cuts you heard earlier. And um, we'll talk more about this a little bit later on. Uh, Alan, yes. bottom of the hour, all kinds of things going on oh, yeah. locally nationally, internationally today. For example, the hurricane forecast is out and another change for downtown Orlando motorists on I-4 starting this morning. Those stories and others along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 629 on Good Morning Orlando. Well, you look at the calendar. Here we are, Alan, on the 24th of May, official start of the hurricane season, a week and a day away, I guess. And on that subject... The forecast for the upcoming Atlantic hurricane season is now out, but body emergency managers say there's a different number on which you should focus. Rory O'Neill reports from our newsroom. They say it'll be an average season. That's 9 to 15 named storms, maybe as many as 8 hurricanes. And 4 of those could be major, Category 3 or higher. But FEMA's Daniel Kanuski wants you to remember this number. One. It only takes one landfalling hurricane to cause great destruction to a community. The six-month storm season kicks off June 1st. Rory O'Neill, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Panhandle residents impacted by Hurricane Michael should benefit from an act of bipartisanship in Washington. The U.S. Senate passing a $19 billion disaster relief bill that includes over a billion dollars for Tyndall Air Force Base. It does not include money President Trump wanted for border security. Still, lawmakers expect Trump to sign that bill if it passes the House. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. As the I-4 ultimate rebuild of the interstate continues... Motorists will encounter a new traffic change starting this morning. It's happening at the I-4 interchange with State Road 408. A new temporary ramp configuration means that once you have exited I-4, you need to be in the left lane of the ramp for South Street and the right lane of the ramp for State Road 408. This change will be in place for eh, only 17 months giving construction crews a safe workspace to demolish the old bridge over I-4 that the ramp will no longer use and to continue rebuilding the interstate. Folks out there in the, on the interstate will know this better than we do, but you're talking about coming into the city um, you know, from down in the general Tampa direction, right? You're coming on I-4 east into the city, right? Mm-hmm. That's where that happens. Yep. Word from South Florida is that in less than five months, a hard rock hotel shaped like a big guitar off the turnpike in Hollywood will be strumming. You think of Hollywood, the first thing that pops in your mind is Hollywood, California. I think this guitar is going to change that. Tribal Councilman Christopher Osceola is shining a light on the October 24th grand opening of the $1.5 billion expansion of the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Hollywood, which includes a 7,000-seat Hard Rock Live, event space, nightclubs, and indoor retail shops. Jim Allen says the $750 million expansion of the Tampa location opens on October 3rd. The Seminole Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Tampa is the most successful casino in North America. Eric Rodriguez, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The Toronto Raptors are now in control of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals following a 105-99 win over the Bucks in Game 5 at Milwaukee. The Raptors are racing a 14-point deficit as Kawhi Leonard piled up 35 points. Leonard not shocked by the comeback. I've been here before. Um, I've been to the finals, and it's pretty much nothing, nothing new that I'm seeing out there. 
and you just got to have fun with it and enjoy it. Toronto now leads the series three games to two and can clinch a victory in game six at home tomorrow. WFLA News Time 636. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200-200 and you could win $1,000. This local headline for you now. A Winter Park woman's children may help send her to prison for killing their father. Prosecutors plan to have Danielle Reddick's children, who are 15 and 11 years of age now, testify against her. Redlick is accused of killing her husband and UCF faculty member Michael Redlick in their home four months ago. The trial is set to start next month, but prosecutors also have said this might be pushed back. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories throughout the morning for you on Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. So, yesterday, the United States Senate approved $19 billion in disaster relief to help a bunch of states, and uh, Florida Panhandle from Michael uh, would be among them, and also the territory of Puerto Rico to recover from hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. And um, the president praised this, but initially, initially, he didn't want this passed without money, $4.5 billion he wanted for border security. And he could not get this bill through the Senate, even though the Republicans control the Senate, for God's sakes. You know, that's how divisive this issue of border security is. I mean, it isn't just the Democrats against Trump. He's got too many Republicans against him as well. He finally had to relent and back off, and he's done this before, on getting the money we need for border security with a major crisis of migrants just flooding into this country. You know, and and it's just a nightmare here. And once again, to get this done, or he would have been put in a very bad political position, he had to back off on border security. Otherwise, he'd be the guy who denied disaster relief to states like Florida and the flood-ravaged Midwestern part of the country where there was a lot of Trump support in 2016 and more will be needed in 2020. So he's kind of backed into a corner. And, uh, you know, there we go again. You know, something that needs to happen desperately is not going to happen. The president also, though, on the immigration front, has taken another step that's interesting in the area of paying for the costs of legal immigration. When people come to this country, they can't speak the language, they don't have the skills or whatever, because we don't have the merit-based system that we need for legal immigration. You know, and we wind up paying for these people, tapping into our, our social services in America, okay? And um, this is a crackdown the president is calling for, instructing agencies to enforce a nearly 25-year-old law from the Clinton administration that's not been enforced until now that requires those who sponsor green card holders to reimburse the government for welfare benefits because so many of these people wind up on the dole. Um, Trump said in an announcement of the plan to protect benefits of American citizens, Immigrants must be financially self-sufficient. Be interesting to see how that plays out on the immigration front. We will watch for both. Are we ever going to get the wall? Is it ever going to happen? Um, you know, I've always believed that it will, 
and I think it will, but it's going to take a long time, and it is dead in the water unless the president wins a second term. Okay. He has to win a second term. They've started building the wall here. False reports that like a mile had been built, you know, but apparently it's only about 20 so far. Yeah. But he's still talking it's getting a long four, way to go. four or 500 miles done by next end of next year, he says, um, you know, which is why we got to have the Republicans have to have the House and the Senate and retain the White House. That's in the hard part. That's the difficult part, getting the House and the Senate. So it makes this really tough for Trump. Yeah, it does. It does. This headline out of Washington, where a lot's been going on. President Trump rolling out a $16 billion aid package for farmers and ranchers. Many farmers and ranchers have been hurt by the growing trade war with China. During a White House event yesterday, the president insisted that China will be paying for the U.S. aid through tariffs. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. All of us here on Good Morning Orlando and WFLA bleed red, white, and blue as we know you do as well. And we have a special place in our hearts for those who serve this nation in the uniform of the military and those who have given the last full measure of devotion in service to our country, literally given their lives, are honored in a special way every Memorial Day. In the run-up to this Memorial Day 2019, once again, what is a veteran? What is a veteran? Some veterans bear visible signs of their service. A missing limb, a jagged scar, a certain look in their eye. Others may carry the evidence inside them. A pin holding a bone together, a piece of shrapnel in the leg, or perhaps another sort of inner steel, the soul's ally forged in the refinery of adversity. Except in parades, however, the men and women who have kept America safe bear no badge or emblem. You can't tell a vet just by looking. What is a vet? He is the cop on the beat who spent six months in Saudi Arabia sweating two gallons a day, making sure the armored personnel carriers didn't run out of fuel. He is the barroom loudmouth, dumber than five wooden planks, whose overgrown frat boy behavior is outweighed a hundred times in the cosmic scales by four hours of exquisite bravery near the 38th parallel. She or he is the nurse who fought against futility and went to sleep sobbing every night for two solid years in Da Nang. He is the POW who went away one person and came back another or didn't come back at all. He is the Quantico drill instructor who has never seen combat but has saved countless lives by turning slouchy, no-account rednecks and gang members into Marines and teaching them to watch each other's backs. He is the parade-riding legionnaire who pins on his ribbons and medals with a prosthetic hand. He is the career quartermaster who watches the ribbons and medals pass him by. He is the three anonymous heroes in the Tomb of the Unknowns whose presence at the Arlington National Cemetery must forever preserve the memory of all the anonymous heroes whose valor dies unrecognized with them on the battlefield or in the ocean's sunless deep. He is the old guy bagging groceries at the supermarket, palsied now and aggravatingly slow, who helped liberate a Nazi death camp and who wishes all day long that his wife were still alive to hold him when the nightmares come. He is an ordinary and yet extraordinary human being, a person who offered some of his life's most vital years in the service of his country, and who sacrificed his ambitions so others would not have to sacrifice theirs. 
He is a soldier and a savior and a sword against the darkness, and he is nothing more than the finest, greatest testimony on behalf of the finest, the greatest nation ever known. So remember, each time you see someone who has served our country, just lean over and say, thank you. That's all most people need, and in most cases, it will mean more than any medals they could have been awarded or were awarded. Two little words that mean a lot. Thank you. And we'll have an opportunity to say thank you and to honor those who gave their lives in service to this country in Memorial Day observances throughout Central Florida this weekend, and particularly on Memorial Day itself on Monday. And for the 25th year now, I will be privileged to be the Master of Ceremonies for the annual Memorial Day observance that is just so deeply moving at Glenhaven Memorial Park on Temple Drive in Winter Park at 11 a.m. on Monday. The guest speaker will be Ali Braswell. He's the civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, we'll have great patriotic music from the VFW uh, 2093 Community Band under the fine direction of Wilbur Smith. And we'll have music from soloist Charles Hogabrooks, uh, who has a ministry now. He's retired from Lockheed Martin, and nobody sings the heart out of a patriotic song like Charles. And we'll have the uh, Florida Reenactment Society in uniforms from the various wars all the way back to the Revolution. And a great role to be played by those kids from the Winter Springs High School Army J-R-O-T-C. Um, my family's going to be there. We'd love to have you and your family. It would be a great thing for your kids and grandkids to accompany you. They have um, shaded seating under a tent, even though it's going to be hot. And um, it is an unforgettable experience. And, and there are other opportunities for you if they are more convenient. But please make time for those who have served and those who gave their lives in service to this country on your Memorial Day. We know you will, patriots. And more special patriotic tributes in our Memorial Day weekend getaway show here coming up over the next two hours. Right now, my co-host, Alan Spector, has settled in alongside me down the hallway from the newsroom. He has come to get us up to date at 7. A good night for SpaceX, bud, and Britain's Prime Minister calls it quits. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 7 o'clock on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Friday morning here at 7 o'clock. Time for another look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic right now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM AM 540 and the iHeart Radio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour blast off at the Cape. More in one minute. Well, we finally executed a notorious Florida serial killer. Only took 35 years. Does anything need to change in our death penalty system? We'll talk about it with you next on Good Morning Orlando. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition, liftoff. SpaceX celebrating the successful launch of its heaviest payload ever. Last night at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station, the private space company launched a Falcon 9 rocket filled with 60 Starlink satellites. 
It's the first of many such launches as SpaceX plans to put thousands of these Starlink satellites into orbit to create an interconnected network beaming high-speed internet to consumers no matter where they are. Minutes after launch, the rocket's first stage touched down on a drone ship in the Atlantic, marking SpaceX's 40th booster recovery. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The execution of a serial killer is carried out at Florida State Prison. With no last words and with all legal means to keep him alive were denied, Bobby Joe Long was lawfully executed at the Florida State Prison in Stark Thursday night. After spending 35 years on death row, Long died peacefully. The process that ended the multiple killer's life went swiftly, and by 6.55 p.m., medical personnel declared him dead, and the execution team warden made the announcement that the sentence of the state of Florida was carried out. John Koch, Stark. Nobody's ever been on Florida death row that long, Alan, and uh, we're going to, uh, you know, reignite the controversy here over whether or not something needs to change. I'll tell you how different it is in Budtopia in a moment. I promise you that. All right, Bud, we've got breaking news from London this morning. Britain's Prime Minister making the announcement that she is stepping down. Theresa May's voice cracking with emotion as she announced her resignation. I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love. Speaking outside 10 Downing Street, May saying she'll stand down as leader of her Conservative Party in two weeks and then quit as Prime Minister when a replacement has been chosen. She says she'll always regret being unable to deliver Brexit, Britain's divorce from the EU, which remains up in the air nearly three years after a referendum. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. You think politics is tough here, Alan? Hmm. All she tried to do was carry out the wishes of the voters expressed at the polls that they wanted out of the European Union. And they have just beat her up and spit her out. It's incredible what's happened to Theresa May. It's rough and tumble over in the UK. If you ever see any of the gatherings of their uh, legislature over there, Oh, the Parliament? Mm -hmm. Bouncing up and down out of those green seats? Oh, my yes. God, that's crazy. In this country, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says members of Donald Trump's family or administration should consider staging an intervention with the president. See, things are much calmer here. Uh, <laughs> Pelosi accusing Trump of throwing a temper tantrum before abruptly departing a scheduled White House meeting with Democrats this week. But the president begs to differ. She said, I walked into the room right next door yesterday and walked in and started screaming and yelling. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Because I know that they will always say that, even if it didn't happen, because this happened once before. I walked out, I was so calm. And President Trump called himself an extremely stable genius. They're calling each other crazy, Trump and Pelosi, for different reasons. We'll get back into that in the 8 o'clock hour. State and local health officials are looking into creating a no-fly list for people who might spread measles. The Washington Post reporting that public health officials have consulted with the CDC about keeping people from flying so they don't infect a plane load of travelers. WFLA News Time is 7.07. Speaking of flying, you should not charge your cell phone at the airport. Find out why online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. At WFLA Orlando, the second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. traffic, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Thanks, Alan, the Bud Man, Alan Spector, Mike Yaffe, Melissa Fox with you. It's our Memorial Day uh, show because we don't do a live program on Monday holidays. 
Um, we played what is a veteran, and folks want to know uh, if there's a way they can possibly uh, have that and send it to folks who, who may appreciate it, and we are making it available. There's actually two different places you can get it, Bud. The first thing you can do is go to our website, WFLAOrlando.com. Click on the Good Morning Orlando tab at the po- top of the page. It's right there. It's also on the podcast page. So if you listen to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app, search Good Morning Orlando or Bud Hedinger on the iHeartRadio app, and you'll find it there. And we will play it one more time later in the show, and also a traditional patriotic piece appropriate for Memorial Day where so many made the supreme sacrifice for this country and will be honored. Freedom isn't free coming up at the end of this hour. But to start off this hour in an entirely different matter... Alan, it's another chance for you to make your wallet great again. We're about to announce the keyword of the hour. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could be winning $1,000. Keep in mind, if you are the winner, you'll get a phone call from area code 513 notifying you of that fact. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. 709 on Good Morning Orlando. Listen closely to this Florida headline as we get into the story of it taking so long to execute a serial killer in Florida. A Florida state lawmaker has announced that he will file an abortion bill similar to the one that recently passed in Alabama. State Representative Mike Hill of Pensacola tells a women's group that the new bill will be similar to the one he filed last session that bans abortion after a heartbeat is detected, but it will not include any exceptions. Hill says he got the idea a couple of weeks ago when God spoke to him at an anti-abortion rally in Pensacola. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News, weather and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. In this country, how bizarre is it? I mean, it's outrageous, it's obscene, is it not? And irrational, truly. We freely execute through abortion countless helpless little babies who cannot speak for themselves and have done nothing to deserve execution through the process of abortion. We freely do that. It is the law of the land. And yet it takes 35 years to execute a monster a brutal serial killer like Bobby Joe Long. Nobody's ever been on death row that long in the state of Florida. Uh, there are some longer out in Texas. There's a guy named Raymond Riles. Took them 41 years to execute him. Let me tell you a little bit about Bobby Joe Long. He terrified the Tampa Bay area for eight months back in 1984. As women began showing up dead, their bodies often left in gruesome positions. Most of the victims were strangled. Some had their throats slit. Others were bludgeoned. One woman managed to get away, and and she was a key player, Lisa Noland, uh, in finally finally nailing this guy. Long ultimately confessed to the crimes, received 28 life sentences, one death sentence for uh, the murder of a 22-year-old named Michelle Sims. But, you know, think about this now. You tell me. I mean, are you okay with 35 years to execute a monster like this? I mean, I'm not. In Budtopia, here's what happens, and I've said this before. When there is no doubt about a killer's uh, guilt, and with DNA evidence, 
and other crime-fighting technologies and tools and expertise, many times there is literally no sliver of doubt. In a scenario like that, you get one appeal within the first year, and at the one-year mark from the conviction, the execution must have occurred. That's the death penalty in Budtopia. Now, how would you like to see the system changed? Or are you just fine with 35 years to execute a monster like this? Or do you think, perhaps, well, we just shouldn't be in the business of killing any human beings for any reason? Is that where you are? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be sarcastic and sound disrespectful, but I have a real problem with people who, who don't think that, that somebody like this deserves to die. 407-916-5400. I'd like to know what you think. Let me just very quickly give you a little bit of the modus operandi of, um, of Bobby Joe Long. In 1984, while on probation for assault, Long began driving around looking for victims in areas known for prostitution and in bars where women were found alone. Long claimed that his victims approached him and he would persuade them to enter his car and took them to his apartment. Long would then bind the victims with ropes and collars he had fashioned using a variety of rope knots. Long later confessed that he derived sadistic pleasure from the abduction, rape, and brutal murder of his victims, some of whom he strangled to death, others he killed by slitting their throats or bludgeoning them. Long would then arrange his victim's body in unique positions or display. Of Long's ten known victims, five of the women were identified as known prostitutes, two as exotic dancers. The remaining three victims were a factory worker, a student, and one had an unknown occupation. took 35 years to execute this brutal serial killer in the state of Florida. I've told you how the system changes in Budtopia. How would it change if you had the call? 407-916-5400, toll-free 866-916-5400, text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. You're next, and we'll get our gang involved in, in this as well. It's a difficult issue, but it's an important one, and the perfect time to talk about it now that we have finally executed Bobby Joe Long. All of this after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines for you right now. A lot of folks are going to be driving for the Memorial Day weekend. Gas prices... Uh, are high, but they're coming down as the summer driving season begins. The good news is um, we may not see them as high as they have been or were a few weeks ago. According to AAA, the national average is now 2.85 a gallon. That's a penny lower than last week and four cents below the average at the start of May. Uh, the average is lower in the Orlando area. I saw gas driving in this morning at a couple of stations. Gas bud update, 2.45 a gallon, so shop around. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Bobby Joe Long is dead. They finally executed him last night in Florida State Prison by lethal injection 35 years after his crimes that I chronicled for you in a moment. Alan, um, we have the death penalty in some form in 31 of our 50 states right now. We yeah. have about over 3,000 death row inmates, and um, nearly 1,500 have been executed in the country, but that's all the way back to 
1976, so it doesn't happen often. Uh, about 65% in most polls of Americans agree with the death penalty here, but it takes an average of almost 16 years for an execution to occur. You have the outliers like Bobby Joe Long at 35 years, of course. Yeah, and, and my contention is that if you have the death penalty on the books, and if one reason you have the death penalty is because you believe it's a deterrent to people committing capital crimes, what is the point of waiting, whether it's 16 years, 30 years, or more? Where is the deterrent value in that? Right, yeah. exactly. Let's go to the phone and see what Keith in Orlando thinks. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. But, but kind of got my goat this morning. I, I, think it's, I think the death penalty way is written as an injustice to the victims. You know, we, we, we forget about the crimes that he committed. You know, 30 years later, we're like, well, he's an old man. He served his time. But we forget about the savage nature of his crimes. And, and he, he outlives the victim's family, the victim's husbands, the victim's fathers, the victim's mothers. And, and I know prison is probably rough, but they get three hots in a cot. They get free health care. I, I, I just think it's a travesty. You know, the eighth, uh, I'm sorry, the Sixth Amendment said we, we have a right to a free, uh, speedy trial. We should ha- also have the right to speedy justice as well. Yeah, Seems and, to me. yeah, and you make the great point that the the victims have to suffer along with this as they yeah. wait for justice to be done. And why why is there so little regard, relatively speaking, for the innocent victims, the surviving friends and family, and so much regard for, you know, oh, justice for a monster like Bobby Joe Long? Great, great take on that. We thank you for the call. Let's kick it into the control room. We've got activity on the text line. But Yaffe and Melissa, from a personal standpoint, I've told you where I stand on this, how things would change in Budtopia. What's your take on what happens when we have somebody on death row in Florida? It goes on forever with the endless appeals. You know, I agree a lot with what Alan said. You know, if we, ha- we either believe in the death penalty or we don't. But if we believe in the death penalty then there needs to be swift justice. I was listening to an interview of the sister of one of the victims of this guy, and her parents, you know, they, they didn't survive long enough to see justice done here. That's just and To wrong. me, that's sad. It's just wrong. It's wrong. It is wrong. Textures? Yeah, one person says, in my utopia, people would, who commit despicable acts, such as murder, should be put to death in the exact same manner as the crime in which they committed. How about it, Melissa? Oh, I'm still in for public stoning, which one of our callers just on the line as well, he just called me and said, hey, let's do this. I'm agreeing. Agreeing with what? <laughs> with Wendell. He's on line two. <laughs> Take him in. No, I'm serious. All right, Wendell, go ahead in Winter Springs. Go ahead. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that we should go with a biblical uh ideas and actually i wasn't really thinking of stoning at the time but that doesn't sound like too bad an idea but the idea that they bible put in was you need two witnesses and i feel that a witness of a person and a uh like the uh dna should be enough. I would think so. Thank you, Wendell. I appreciate it. it sounds to me like Melissa might have put words in your mouth I there. I did not. I don't know. <laughs> it's Budtopia, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think uh, something we have to remember in the case of Bobby Joe Long, this guy admitted to killing eight people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mean, and it was brutal. Ca- case closed. Oh, yeah. yeah it was I brutal mean, murders. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, 
had he already gone through the and, and exhausted the appeals process? Because I know that's one of the only reasons that they hang out for that long is because they're waiting to, you know, just that off chance that something will come in and yeah. say, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, in cases where there was not a sliver of doubt, in Budtopia, you know, you get one appeal, and by one year after the conviction, in cases like that, and this would be one, the execution must have occurred. Enough with this. It is ridiculous. It is outrageous. It is obscene for all the reasons we've cited. By the way, we have a texter who would like to move to Budtopia. Ooh, how about that? I don't know if we have any openings, but I certainly would love to have you come over to my point of view. <laughs> I mean, there's a big wall around Budtopia, no. though, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they'd have to get over the wall somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Budtopia, population one. <laughs> okay. Did Jeopardy James survive a major challenge? Ooh. Exactly. That's a, whole, that's a reaction I was hoping for, bud. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, very good. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 7.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Bottom of the hour right now, if you check the calendar, we're about a week away from the official start of the hurricane season. I hope you've done your shopping. Well, Actually, I, you need to do shopping. Well, my wife is really ready. She's always ready for hurricane season, but unfortunately a lot of folks are not. What do we think is coming our way in this part of the world? Well, bud, the storm experts at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, are out with the forecast for the Atlantic hurricane season. That starts June 1st, and they say it will be a normal hurricane season. But mind you, that's still a lot of activity. Nine to 15 named storms is a lot. Four to eight hurricanes is a lot. Two to four major hurricanes is a lot. NOAA's Dr. Jerry Bell says the key message is that people have to take steps to prepare now. Emergency managers recommend that everyone stock up on a full week of food, water, and medicine so their families are storm-ready, like the Hedingers are. There you go. The news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Yet another traffic change for downtown Orlando motorists this morning. There's a new temporary ramp configuration at the eastbound I-4 interchange with State Road 408. What it means that uh, once motorists have exited I-4, they they need to be in the left lane of the ramp for South Street and the right lane of the ramp for State Road 408. This change will be in place for about 17 months and is, of course, part of the I-4 Ultimate Improvement Project. That's going to take a lot of retraining, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Every day you get an I-4, it's a retraining project. It is. As we've been reporting this morning, SpaceX successfully launched a Falcon 9 rocket carrying 60 satellites from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station last night. Earlier in the day, the head of NASA spoke at the Florida Institute of Technology in Melbourne. Jim Bridenstine laying out the agency's new vision for human spaceflight. We're going to go to the moon, and we're going to do it sustainably. We're going to do it with commercial partners, international partners. We're going to utilize the resources of the moon. We're going to take what we learn, retire the risk, prove the technology, and go to Mars. Bridenstine says NASA will need help from the private sector to meet the demands of this aggressive timetable. President Trump is asking for $1.6 billion in new NASA funding to jumpstart the initiative. Kawhi Leonard scored 15 of his 35 points in the fourth quarter, and Fred Van Vliet made seven three-pointers to lift the Raptors to a 105-99 victory over the Bucks and a 3-2 lead in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Toronto can clinch a finals matchup against the Golden State Warriors with a victory at home tomorrow in Game 6. You know, it's interesting. The magic fell to the Raptors mm-hmm. early on. 
maybe we feel a little bit of solace there because now we realize really how good the Raptors are, Alan. I don't know. I'm still mad. <laughs> Elsewhere. It was a close call last night. Jeopardy champ James Holzhauer does it again, but it wasn't easy, bud. The 34-year-old Las Vegas gambler notched his 26th consecutive win on last night's episode after withstanding a serious challenge from opponent Nate Sheffy, a technology consultant from New York City. In the end, Sheffy went into final jeopardy, trailing Holzhauer by less than $6,000. Wow. It was not a runaway for James as it usually is. And while... While both contestants wrote down the correct last-round answer, Holzhauer bet enough money to beat Sheffy with a final score of $52,108 to Sheffy's $35,800. That gambler in uh, in the champ serves him well, doesn't it? Yeah, and actually, Sheffy, had he been the gambler that James is and gone all or nothing on, these, uh, on a, a second double jeopardy uh, that he got, um, he would have uh, possibly beaten James. Wow, isn't that interesting? So, you know, there are still people out there who are a threat, but yep. nobody's taken him down yet. James has now won a total of $1,991,135, so he's about to hit $2 million. Getting married this summer? Bush Beer wants to pay for your wedding. <laughs> Supply it with beer and have their spokesman, the Bush guy, officiate it. Now, I haven't heard of the Bush guy until now. I don't know. Is he going to be the minister? <laughs> yes. He has been officially ordained. In fact, uh, Bush has a photo of him standing in back of a pickup truck holding a bush, and there's a sign on the back of the pickup that says, Just Ordained. It could all... So apparently everything's on the up okay, and up. Okay, <laughs> okay. I wanted to know. Now, this could all happen to you right. if you win Bush Beer's contest. To enter, just post on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram why you want to get married by the Bush guy using the hashtags Bush Weddings and Contest. Go to the Bush Beer website to find out how to submit your entry. Now, entries are open until May 31st. Your wedding date must be between July 1st and August 31st of this year to be eligible. So hold the champagne. This is an all-beer wedding. Huh? It is. <laughs> I love it. Finally, a driver in New York State was given a ticket when it turned out his vehicle inspection sticker was not quite official. A sharp-eyed Montgomery County deputy noticed the sticker was actually made of construction paper and was hand-drawn to resemble an official New York State Safety Emission Inspection Certificate Uh. for the year 2020. The sticker even featured a hand-drawn barcode. The driver was issued a violation for having an unregistered motor vehicle, and but I think we have another honorary Florida man. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Find these stories and others on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Hey, Alan, I got some Disney magic coming up here. Disney workers can now attend UCF for free. We'll tell you all about it here in a moment. Right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in only two minutes here on the Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Memorial Day weekend. you got to fire up the barbecue and grill some meat. You might want to listen closely. More than 62,000 pounds of raw beef cuts are being recalled because of fears they might be contaminated with E. coli. 
Short ribs, ribeye steaks, and briskets from a meat packing company in Illinois are being recalled now. The beef cuts were packaged by Aurora Packing on April 19th. Stay with us for updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. We promise and we deliver for you on Good Morning Orlando. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Good morning, Orlando. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox. We got a couple of UCF grads uh, in the group here. This might break your heart, Alan and uh, and Yaffe. Yeah. Because if when you went to uh, UCF, if it had been now instead of then, you would have been able to go down, get yourself a job at Walt Disney World, and attend UCF if you could get in, and you did absolutely free. What? Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah, log, that means... log a little log a little time, you know, driving a ferry boat or uh, you know, or um or working Space Mountain and you can you can attend UCF for free. At least you can now. You couldn't then. Yeah, that means they can all they can go to Disney for free and they can go to UCF for free. Holy Man, smokes. They get Double dipping here. For the first time, here's the story. Disney workers who want to get a free education can enroll at UCF. Disney and UCF announced yesterday um, that uh, UCF is the latest option for workers uh, who may choose certain schools and programs to further their education paid up front by Disney. It is part of this Disney Aspire program, but now they have the partnership with, you know, this enormous university here right in their own backyard, UCF. Now, you still have to, you know, get in. You have to qualify and get in. But if you're accepted by UCF and you're a Disney employee, you ride free. That's an amazing opportunity, is it not? So you like this, bud? I do. I think it's really exciting. I'm surprised you're not suspicious that Disney is attempting to channel people into a liberal institution and program them to think like people on the left. Man, we're heading into a holiday weekend. I cannot talk <laughs> politics on every segment. I just can't do it. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> it's, it really is, though, a great PR move by both the school and Walt Disney World. You know, UCF gets promotion at the world's largest theme park. And uh, Disney gets promotion at one of the you, the country's largest schools. Sure, so. the company that brought us Snow White now producing snowflakes. Now, come <laughs> oh, on. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> Spectre is just going to, he's going to do politics no matter I'm, what here. I've started to assume Bud's personality. <laughs> I've, I've sat next to him for so long now. It's amazing. You know, um, part of the 34 undergraduate and master's degree programs that Disney workers can study range from biology, nursing, education, entertainment, management, and uh, an online master's degree in hospitality and tourism management. I think I think one thing that this does, besides it's a magnet for people to want to go to work at Disney, you know, and they are raising their, um, you know, their their hourly wage. Uh, but but it's it's a magnet to bring a lot of people in who might not otherwise want to go down and work at the mouse. And I think it it, it sets the stage for a whole lot more people at Disney you know, maybe being qualified to move up the corporate ladder right. into the executive. You know, ad. seriously, I think this is a great idea, and I hope Disney, being the area's largest employer, uh, will encourage other businesses in the area to follow suit. It's amazing. Um, so far, 40% of Disney's 85,000 full-time and part-time hourly employees who are eligible for this Disney Aspire program that now will include UCF have, um, have signed up. 40%. 
of the workforce. It's extraordinary. It really is when you think of it. So uh, we'll watch all of that unfold. There we go. <laughs> Can't believe you tried to get me and suck me into the political angle on that thing. <laughs> Why not? You're up to no good over there. Yeah, well, you got Monday off, so and I don't. And so you're I'm... still pouting because you have exactly. to do the news. Exactly. Yeah, well, okay. Sabotage at every moment now. Uh, tear, in right. my eye, tear in my eye and choked up with emotion, Alan. Have a nice Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Headlines now. President Trump ordering the intelligence community to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice investigation into the origins of the special counsel probe. Trump says he's giving Attorney General Barr complete authority to declassify information pertaining to the investigation. Barr has said he thinks spying was taking place against the Trump campaign in 2016. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio. Good Friday morning to you. This is really our Memorial Day weekend getaway show here as we don't do a live show on Monday morning, but I will be emceeing once again the moving Memorial Day ceremony at Glen Haven Memorial Park uh, in Winter Park at 11 o'clock on uh, Monday morning. I'll be looking for so many of you there. And please bring your children, bring your grandchildren as well. Help them come to a full understanding of the sacrifices that have been made for this country the way they have inherited it, knowing that freedom isn't free. I watched the flag pass by one day, it fluttered in the breeze. A young Marine saluted it, and then he stood at ease. I looked at him in uniform, so young, so tall, so proud. With hair cut square and eyes alert, he'd stand out in any crowd. I thought how many men like him had fallen through the years, how many died on foreign soil, how many mothers' tears. How many pilots' planes shot down? How many died at sea? How many foxholes were soldiers' graves? No, freedom isn't free. I heard the sound of taps one night when everything was still. I listened to the bugler play and felt a sudden chill. I wondered just how many times the taps had meant amen when a flag had draped a coffin of a brother or a friend. I thought of all the children, of the mothers and the wives, of fathers, sons, and husbands with interrupted lives. I thought about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea, of unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. And a lot of you are asking about these patriotic uh, narrations that we play in holidays like Memorial Day, and uh, they are available to you from a couple of sources, Yaffe. Yeah, just go to our website, WFLAOrlando.com. Click on the Good Morning Orlando tab. It's up there. It's also on the podcast page. If you have the iHeartRadio app, go to the podcast and search for Good Morning Orlando. It's up there as well. Freedom isn't free. And what is a veteran, which we played earlier and will play to close today's show. And on the ride home on this Friday into the holiday weekend, your show, Yaffe. Yes, PM Orlando. And there's already a lot going on dealing with Trump today. Whatever happens, we'll talk about it 5 to 6 p.m. Yeah, and we're getting into Trump versus Pelosi, the latest chapter here, right after Alan updates us on the news. SpaceX is celebrating this morning, and Britain's prime minister is calling it quits. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. On Good Morning Orlando, it's 8 o'clock. WFLA 
WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a beautiful Friday morning at 8 o'clock. As we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic once again on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour a successful night for SpaceX. Details in one minute. And Trump versus Pelosi again. This time they're calling each other crazy. And we're talking about it next on Good Morning Orlando. After two postponements last week, SpaceX gets a Falcon 9 rocket off the launch pad at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition, liftoff. The rocket carrying 60 Starlink satellites, the first of thousands of Starlinks to be sent into orbit. They're designed to form an interconnected network beaming high-speed internet to consumers anywhere in the world. SpaceX also recorded its 40th booster recovery last night as the Falcon 9's first stage landed on a drone ship in the Atlantic minutes after launch. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Serial killer Bobby Joe Long's stay on Florida's death row is over after more than three decades. Long executed by lethal injection at the state prison last night. Lula Williams is the mother of one of his victims. We thank God that this day has finally arrived to see that murderer of my daughter put to death. Chanel, loved by her family, along with the other victims, will now have the justice they deserve. Long had confessed to murdering eight women in the Tampa Bay area in the 1980s. Breaking news from London this morning, British Prime Minister Theresa May announcing she is stepping down June 7th. I will shortly leave the job that it has been the honor of my life to hold. The second female Prime Minister but certainly not the last. I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love. Theresa May has been losing support of her Conservative Party after her Brexit deal with the European Union failed to pass Parliament for a third time. Parliament has until October 31st to either agree to a deal to leave the EU or leave without a deal, which experts say could negatively impact Britain's economy. The people voted to get out of the EU, and she's executing the voters' wishes, and they executed her. I mean, I feel sorry for Theresa May. Pretty tough over there, Ellen. They are. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is being charged with espionage. Federal prosecutors filed more than a dozen new charges against him. The Justice Department says Assange violated the Espionage Act by conspiring with former former Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning to illegally get secret government documents. President Trump is calling House Speaker Nancy Pelosi a mess. Pelosi yesterday suggested Trump needs an intervention after he walked out of Wednesday's meeting with Democrats about the infrastructure. The president responded, I tell you what, I've been watching her, and I have, I have been watching her for a long period of time. She's not the same person. Uh, she's lost it. Trump insisting he's an extremely stable genius and was very calm at Wednesday's meeting. Trump versus Pelosi, and they really upped the ante yesterday more in a moment, Alan. Yeah, and by the way, if you run across a video circulating on social media showing Nancy Pelosi appearing to be drunk, it is doctored. The video was deliberately slowed down to make it appear Pelosi was slurring her words. It's unknown who altered that video. WFLA News Time is 8.07. 
Watch an unknown Florida man torch a porch. Can you ID him? The video's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio 93.1. I mean, I'll never endorse torching porches here. I'm just glad it wasn't the 50,000-watt front porch. You're not a porch-torch enthusiast? Not at all, (laughs) particularly if it's the 50,000-watt front porch. Although, sometimes things get red hot around here and we do torch the porch with an you know, an avalanche of calls and texts and some folks who are not happy with us. We'll see how it plays in a moment. You set the table, Alan, here. Essentially, Trump and Pelosi yesterday called each other crazy and incompetent for the jobs they hold. More on this in a moment. And uh, you tell me, is one of them crazy? If so, which one? Are they both crazy? Neither one crazy? Well, you know, we'll just kind of kick around uh, this 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 political uh, story that is out there on a Friday. And we will go to it in just a moment. Hey, I'm not crazy when I tell you you could win $1,000. It's true. This is our texting contest called Make Your Wallet Great Again. And in moments, we'll announce the keyword of the hour. What you do is text that keyword to 200-200, and you could be winning $1,000. If you are the winner, you get a call from area code 513 informing you of that fact. Listen all day long for the keyword to text to win a grand and make your wallet great again. And we're just two minutes away from an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. It's 8.09. Updating Central Florida headlines for you right now. Daytona Beach should be safer after a recent drug sweep. The words of Police Chief Capri, who said this in announcing the arrest of 70 people in Operation Tone Setter. Chief Capri saying getting drug dealers off the streets of Daytona Beach will make the neighborhoods safer for kids to play this summer. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. Count on it here in Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. So President Trump and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi are ratcheting up the rhetoric. Thought we'd share a little more of what Alan um, was sharing with you in the news update at the top of the 8 o'clock hour and see what you think of all of this. Here is Trump saying yesterday at the White House, there's something wrong with Pelosi, seeming, I think, to suggest she's becoming irrational and maybe getting more than a touch senile. Crazy Nancy, I tell you what, I've been watching her, and I have, I have been watching her for a long period of time. She's not the same person. Uh, she's lost it. You know, I got to tell you, I think she stumbles over more and more of her words, can't find the words. This kind of stuff happens. She is 79, and she has these mechanical arm gestures. She's not quite like a marionette like Beto O'Rourke on the campaign trail, where every time his mouth moves, his arms have to move. It's not quite there, but you know what I'm talking about with Pelosi, gang? Do you know what I'm talking about? Animatronics, yeah. Any of that going yeah, on with you? A little bit of slippage there? She's getting a little old, but I still think she knows what she's doing. All right. Yeah, sharp old bird. Is, uh, I think Joe, <laughs> exactly. Joe gave us a call we couldn't take later and had said that on the screen. Now Pelosi saying something's wrong with Trump, seeming to question his fitness for the presidency as she describes his behavior, along with her White House meeting with Trump on Wednesday. Another temper tantrum uh, uh, 
Again, I pray for the President of the United States. You do not. I wish that his family or his administration or his staff would have an intervention for the good of the country. An intervention? Gee whiz, have you ever been part of an intervention? I mean, you know, a traumatic situation in the family. Somebody's gone off the rails in their personal life. They're into drugs. They're into booze. They're into womanizing or whatever. You have an intervention. We need an intervention right now with the President of the United States. Really, Nancy? Now back to Trump, countering Pelosi and Schumer's narrative that he was a raging maniac and came unglued at their White House meeting on Wednesday about infrastructure. Remember that? Of course, that was a storyline that was just pounded home relentlessly by the Trump-hating media. And with the cameras rolling yesterday, Trump asked key members of his staff to describe his demeanor at that meeting with Schumer and Pelosi. Here are Kellyanne Conway, Mercedes Schlapp, Larry Kudlow, and Sarah Sanders. Very calm, no temper tantrum. You were very calm and you were very direct. You were very calm and you laid out the case. Very calm. I've seen both and this was definitely not uh, <laughs> angry or ranting. Uh, very calm and straightforward and clear. And there is more. Pelosi, according to NBC News, has been telling her Democrat colleagues this week that Trump is villainous and that he wants to be impeached. Now, Pelosi's been resisting the left-wing impeach Trump crowd within her own caucus. I think there's some reverse psychology going on at the hands of the Speaker here, because the left is relentlessly committed in the Democrat Party to not doing anything Trump wants done. So if Pelosi can sell them on the idea that Trump, gang, he really wants to be impeached, so he can become a martyr and ultimately be saved from conviction and removal of office by the Republican-controlled Senate, which is exactly what would happen, okay? Um, and you tell the left, Yaffe, in the, in the Democrat Party, Trump wants to be impeached. Well, if he wants to be impeached, we're not going to impeach him. Why? Well, because he wants it, and we don't give him anything he wants. Is there reverse psychology going on by, by, by Pelosi to get them on board with her saying, Let's not go impeachment. Let's just dog him, you know, a thousand stabs, as Trump referred to it yesterday, uh, with these investigations. But no impeachment. Is that what's going on? It's possible, although I don't think it's going to work. The extreme radicals in the Democrat Party right now are still going to call for his impeachment. They are. All right. Anybody think I'm on to something I here? Do. I do. You I know, you know, so. the psychology when you have little kids like this and, and sometimes you, you, they will do exactly the opposite of what you want them to do. Sure. So you tell them to do the opposite of what you really want, and then they will do what you want. Well, I think they're, I think she's playing that game and seeing if it works. I have an example of that already. Sanctuary cities and the whole threat of bringing people down a thousand times a month or whatever. And it was like, oh, nope, not going to happen because, you know, exactly what you're saying. Because he wants it. Yep. Yeah. Or anyway. supposedly he wanted that. So again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there may be some gamesmanship going on here. I'm not saying Trump is incapable of some of that, too. Um, but interesting. So on that theory, do you want to back me up or not or debunk it? And, uh, and what about it? I mean, Trump and, and Pelosi are calling each other crazy and incompetent. Uh, who's right? Are they both right? Are they both wrong? How do you see it wherever you are on the political spectrum? 
Let's talk, shall we? That's kind of what we do here. So be part of it. We'd love to have you on board at 407-916-5400 or the text line 23680. There, standard message and data rates apply. We'll get to you after we get to this. It's another update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in only two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. This important headline out of Washington, President Trump says he is not happy about the so-called American Taliban getting out of prison early. Federal prison officials have released John Walker Lynn from an Indiana prison. Uh, this happened yesterday morning. Lynn was the first U.S.-born detainee and served 17 years of a 20-year sentence for working with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Many believe he is still radicalized, but he is free. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning and good morning, Orlando. Radio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Trump said yesterday if he could have stopped the release of uh, Lind, the American Taliban as he's known, he would have done it. But he was assured by legal counsel that there frankly was no way that he would be able to do that. You know, when our grandkids were really little, you know, we played psychology at the dinner table with them. We did this with our kids as well. Maybe did it with your kids. And it would be when there was something that they didn't want to eat. Let's just take it vegetables for an example, right? That. And we'd look at them and we'd say, you can't eat all those vegetables. Nobody can eat all those vegetables. And they would immediately eat all those vegetables. And that's exactly what we wanted. I wonder if Pelosi's playing that game with the left-wing nut jobs in the Democrat caucus who want impeachment by saying Trump doesn't want to be impeached to get them to all of a sudden say, well, if he doesn't want it, if we, if, 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 we're not going to impeach him. Well, if they he are wants like, to be. They are like little children, so you might be onto something there. <laughs> I might be. <laughs> How about we go to the phones? Brad, good morning from Winter Park. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning, bud. Yeah, I, um, I, you know, I observe all this stuff, as you know, and for the last few months I said that it's really, really the onion is being peeled back. We saw this now with the prosecutor assigned in Connecticut, a very serious guy. And then I don't know if you caught this on the news. Um, the newscasters were following Loretta Lynch. She didn't say a word. She ignored them every step of the way. And then they slammed the door in these journalists' faces. Why would someone who has nothing to worry about act like that? And this was the former attorney general of the United States. And I remember a few months back when I brought up that forget about just struck Page, Comey, Brown, and Clapper, it goes higher. They were following orders, and of course, there's only two higher. Loretta Lynch, the former Attorney General, and Barack Obama himself. Yep. So Nancy Pelosi, she might have show, be showing signs of Alzheimer's, but it goes deeper than that. They know what's coming, and I think you know what's coming. We've been reporting this for months now, but Loretta Lynch's sure. icy cold anger speaks volumes. Yeah, that's a great point, and now Trump is, uh, is you know, has unleashed the dogs here to investigate uh, the investigators, and we've been talking about that and bringing you the news headlines that have come down. Brad, thank you for your astute political analysis here. How about our texters? They're weighing in on Trump versus Pelosi. Well, earlier you mentioned that Pelosi said Trump needs some kind of intervention. Oh, yeah. Uh, one texter says uh, we need an intervention with Congress. So there you go. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Another one's got Pelosi stammers so much it makes me wonder how she uh, how much she's had to drink before she goes to speak in front of the reporters. 
Sometimes she forgets who the president is and recall her making a statement bashing Bush, but it was Trump who had just been recently elected at the time. No, oh, she'd like to forget who the president is, that's mm. for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but you know, I have, I have no idea whether she has any issues with alcohol. I have no idea, and I wouldn't suggest such a thing absent evidence. But she's 79, and I think she's starting to show it. I mean, yes, but I don't want people to underestimate her because I think this is a plan to make the Trump White House look chaotic and hope that the American people are tired of some of the chaos. I really think, and Trump's trying to fire back, fighting fire with fire to say, no, they're chaotic. But, you know, I just don't, let's just not say, oh, she's crazy. She's lost it because I think she knows what she's doing. For those of you especially who are just checking in at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour, time for a little news update. Hurricane season is on the way and the forecast is out. And in our Elsewhere segment, somebody breaks into a house and cleans it. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together, in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's 829. What a year's going by quickly, Alan, and all of a sudden, hurricane season is almost upon us. That's right, and uh, emergency managers say, even though the forecast just came out uh, as to how many hurricanes are going to hit, there's really only one number on which you should focus. Rory O'Neill reports from our newsroom. They say it'll be an average season. That's 9 to 15 name storms, maybe as many as 8 hurricanes, and 4 of those could be major, Category 3 or higher. But FEMA's Daniel Kanuski wants you to remember this number. One. It only takes one landfalling hurricane to cause great destruction to a community. The six-month storm season kicks off June 1st. Rory O'Neill, News Radio 93.1, WFLA. Residents in the Panhandle impacted by Hurricane Michael should benefit from an act of bipartisanship in Washington. The U.S. Senate passing a $19 billion disaster relief bill that includes over a billion dollars for Tyndall Air Force Base. It does not include money President Trump wanted for border security. Still, lawmakers expect Trump to sign the bill if it passes the House. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. As you've been hearing from our traffic center, as the I-4 ultimate rebuild of the interstate continues, motorists are encountering a new, encountering a new traffic change starting this morning. It's happening at the eastbound I-4 interchange with State Road 408. A new temporary ramp configuration means that once motorists have exited eastbound I-4, they need to be in the left lane of the ramp for South Street and the right lane of the ramp for State Road 408. And this change will be in place for about 17 months, giving construction crews a safe workspace to demolish the old bridge over I-4 that the ramp will no longer use. Word from South Florida is that in less than five months, a hard rock hotel shaped like a big guitar off the turnpike in Hollywood will be strumming. You think of Hollywood, the first thing that pops in your mind is Hollywood, California. I think this guitar is going to change that. Tribal Councilman Christopher Osceola is shining a light on the October 24th grand opening of the $1.5 billion expansion of the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Hollywood, which includes a 7,000-seat Hard Rock Live, event space, nightclubs, and indoor retail shops. Jim Allen says the $750 million expansion of the Tampa location opens on October 3rd. The Seminole Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Tampa is the most successful casino in North America. Eric Rodriguez, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The Toronto Raptors are now in control of the Eastern Conference Finals following a 105-99 win over the Bucks in Game 5 at Milwaukee. The Raptors are racing a 14-point deficit as Kawhi Leonard piled up 35 points. Leonard not shocked by the comeback. I've been here before. 
Um, I've been to the finals, and it's pretty much nothing, nothing new that I'm seeing out there. And um, just got to have fun with it and enjoy it. Toronto now leads the series three games to two and can clinch it in game six at home tomorrow. And elsewhere... Here's some scary music. I thought about getting really scary and playing Baby Shark here, but I yeah. went, with, went with the Jaws theme. Oh, man. As, as Cabot the Great White Shark says goodbye to Long Island. Researchers from Osearch say the 10-foot shark is headed out to sea en route to Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Oh, that's where uh, Melissa grew up. The old stomping grounds of Melissa Fox. Yeah. Yes. Good luck, guys. Cabot's tracking device pinged off Greenwich, Connecticut on Monday, delighting shark lovers who couldn't get enough of the 500-pound fish. Researchers say he's hungry and will likely show up eventually in Nova Scotia, where he was first tagged last year. A Boston man is claiming someone broke into his home and cleaned it. And except for ignoring his kitchen, they did a pretty good job. <laughs> it was on May 15th when Nate Roman returned home from work with his son. They noticed the front door was unlocked. When he looked around, Roman thought something was wrong. And when he looked in his son's bedroom, he knew something was wrong because it was clean. So I started freaking out a little. I see my bedrooms the same way. Someone made my bed, arranged all my things. He called police. Nothing was stolen or damaged, but Roman says they did leave a clue behind. These um, toilet paper roses that are very nice. <laughs> They're so nice that <laughs> this what really made me think that this was a, a, the work of a professional. Yes, Roman suspects a cleaning service went to the wrong house. Oh, was that the deal? I was wondering about that. Yeah, Initially, well, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, cleaned it out, like, you know, robbed everything. Mm -hmm. But so a cleaning service See, went the to the wrong I, house. I, I held it. you in suspense you until did. the end of that story. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Why would a cleaning service break in? Yeah, and not do the kitchen. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, these are yeah. questions that need to be answered. Because people always complain this. about them not showing up in time and keeping an appointment. You know, we're here. It's 8 o'clock. We're in. You know, whatever it takes. We're keeping the appointment. There's two minutes I can't get back ever. Well, you made me listen to that for the entire time. That was good, though. I like that. Finally, yes. I have for you another story <laughs> starting with those dreaded three words, a Florida man. Oh, boy. Here a we go. A Florida man is unemployed after a prank video showed him bathing in an oversized sink at Wendy's. On May 21st, the viral Facebook video showed the young man hopping into the Restaurant in Milton, the restaurant's industrial-sized sink full of soap bubbles as other employees watch and film. He washes, he washes his toes and armpits oh, in nothing, nothing but black shorts. After the video gained more than 500,000 watches online, reps for Wendy said the man was a former employee who <laughs> clearly did not use good judgment. That's a quote from Wendy's. An investigation has also been launched by the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation. What's going on at Wendy's? That guy, what is the deal with this? He was dirty. He I had to guess. be clean. This there would never have flown if Dave <laughs> Thomas was still alive. <laughs> I, yeah, everything's gone nuts there now. More on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for elsewhere. <laughs> With Al Inspector. It's going to take some serious cleaning if you've got purple feet from grape stomping, but you're going to have a great time at the Lake Ridge Winery. Hey, nice segue. Yes, the grape stomp 
all transition world. That's what we do here. I like um, it. But at any rate, great live music, wine, cheese, the whole deal. And you got a family four-pack of tickets. This is a great prize. And if you don't want to head on out to Claremont and Lake Ridge Winery for this event, and I can't imagine why not, win the tickets for someone else in the family. Great gift. Friends at work, whatever. Neighbors, you owe a favor to. Let's play Sound Judgment right now. You're eligible by company rules to play and win if you have not won our game in 30 days. If you have, honor system, please stand aside for others. Let's play before we leave for the holiday weekend. Sound Judgment for this great prize, a great summer event. 407-916-5400, 407-916-5400. Or if you want to cheap out, hey, hit the toll free. 866-916-5400. Fine with me, but... Let's have some contestants on the 50,000-watt front porch right now for the great Grape Stomp Festival out at Lake Ridge Winery. Good stuff. You're going to love it. Toll-free still open, 866-916-5400. A patriotic edition of Sound Judgment in the run-up to Memorial Day in just a moment here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA-FM AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. Headlines for you right now. President Trump is rolling out a $16 billion aid package for farmers and ranchers. Many farmers and ranchers have been hurt by the growing trade war with China. During a White House event yesterday, the president insisted that China will be paying for the U.S. aid through tariffs. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. Count on it on Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000 Watt Front Forge. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Contestants are ready. The prize is ready to be won. And what is it, Melissa? It is a fantastic way to kick off your summer of fun. After 30 years and still going on, it's the Summer Grape Stomp at the Lake Ridge Winery. We're talking about wine, food, bouncy houses, and a four-pack of tickets for our winner. The event is June 8th or and 9th, actually. It's a big weekend deal. And uh, they get to go and have a blast. Wine, food, craziness, stomp some grapes, and get purple feet. All right, Patriots, start your voices, because we're going to ask you to sing a line we know you know. If you attend a Memorial Day ceremony like the one I'll be emceeing Monday at Glen Haven Memorial Park in Winter Park at 11 a.m., chances are good you'll hear the following song played, and it will bring the crowd to its feet. Listen now to some sound of Lee Greenwood's iconic patriotic anthem, God Bless the USA, and then when Yaffe stops the music... Use your sound judgment to sing the last line of the song. Now, I want you to really belt it out for us, and if you get all the words right, you'll be our winner. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend Finish the line. Line one dropped off, so line two, I'm going to you first. Finish it. God bless the USA. No, there's a line before that. We have two open lines. Grab it. 407-916-5400. Okay? Um, Finish it. Line three. I'm proud to be an American. No, but thanks for trying. 407-916-5400. You guys are folding like a tent here. Come on. 407-916-5400. 
Are you ready? Let's go to the toll-free line. How about a toll-free? No, we got. Not happening? Somebody's got to get this. Um, I wish we had time to play the first part of this, but I don't think we do. We're getting tight on time. We'll take a few more, and then we'll have to wrap it. Line one, you're up. Go ahead, line one. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Sounds awfully good, Yaffe. Verify it. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. You sound like a winner to us. Congratulations. What's your first name? Sue. Sue? Sue. Sue, calling in from what town, Sue? Orlando. Good deal. You've won the big prize on Sound Judgment. I hope you're happy about that. We hope you enjoy your holiday weekend. Thanks for being with us, Sue. Thank you. Don't go away. I put you on hold and make the arrangements with Melissa. Off air, you guessed, Alan. How many calls? I said it would take four calls. How many calls did it take, Yaffe? Four calls. You're, you're dethroned. Yaffe said three. <laughs> Melissa said one. I said two. In all your faces. <laughs> On a little more serious note, coming right up now, our um, narrative of what is a veteran. So many requests when we run up to a patriotic holiday like Memorial Day. We won't be on live with you on Monday morning, so we will play What is a Veteran after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Here's a nice uh, gas price-related story for you in the run-up to Memorial Day when normally gas prices are going up. They're beginning to go down again here in central Florida and picking up the pace. As a matter of fact, AAA says the national average is now $2.85 a gallon, but you can find it a lot less than that in Orlando. I found it driving in this morning at several stations, $2.45 for a gallon of regular. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Patriots, I know you'll find a way to um, play homage or pay homage, forgive me, to those who gave the last full measure of devotion and service to this country in the United States military. That's what Memorial Day is all about. But we honor all who have served and are serving. And um, there are many, many observances around the area. Find one that's convenient to you. I'd like to personally invite you to join me. My family will be there and, and a lot of your fellow patriots uh, at 11 a.m. on Monday morning for the, uh, for the Glen Haven Memorial Park uh, uh, Memorial Day service that is so moving. Sally Kopke and her team puts it on, and it's fantastic. Great patriotism, great music, and it is an honor to be a part of this. It is an honor um, to record pieces like this one we did so many years ago that you ask for every year. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, what is a veteran? What is a veteran? Some veterans bear visible signs of their service. A missing limb, a jagged scar, a certain look in their eye. Others may carry the evidence inside them. A pin holding a bone together, a piece of shrapnel in the leg, or perhaps another sort of inner steel, the soul's ally forged in the refinery of adversity. Except in parades, however, the men and women who have kept America safe bear no badge or emblem. You can't tell a vet just by looking. What is a vet? He is the cop on the beat who spent six months in South 
Saudi Arabia sweating two gallons a day, making sure the armored personnel carriers didn't run out of fuel. He is the barroom loudmouth, dumber than five wooden planks whose overgrown frat boy behavior is outweighed a hundred times in the cosmic scales by four hours of exquisite bravery near the 38th parallel. She or he is the nurse who fought against futility and went to sleep sobbing every night for two solid years in Da Nang. He is the POW who went away one person and came back another or didn't come back at all. He is the Quantico drill instructor who has never seen combat, but has saved countless lives by turning slouchy, no-account rednecks and gang members into Marines and teaching them to watch each other's backs. He is the parade-riding legionnaire who pins on his ribbons and medals with a prosthetic hand. He is the career quartermaster who watches the ribbons and medals pass him by. He is the three anonymous heroes in the Tomb of the Unknowns, whose presence at the Arlington National Cemetery must forever preserve the memory of all the anonymous heroes whose valor dies unrecognized with them on the battlefield or in the ocean's sunless deep. He is the old guy bagging groceries at the supermarket, palsied now and aggravatingly slow, who helped liberate a Nazi death camp and who wishes all day long that his wife were still alive to hold him when the nightmares come. He is an ordinary and yet extraordinary human being, a person who offered some of his life's most vital years in the service of his country, and who sacrificed his ambition so others would not have to sacrifice theirs. He is a soldier and a savior and a sword against the darkness, and he is nothing more than the finest, greatest testimony on behalf of the finest, the greatest nation ever known. So remember, each time you see someone who has served our country, just lean over and say, thank you. That's all most people need, and in most cases, it will mean more than any medals they could have been awarded or were awarded. Two little words that mean a lot. Thank you. What is a veteran? Yaffe, we're making that piece and Freedom Isn't Free, which we play during patriotic holidays uh, on the show, available to everybody. Yes, um, I posted it on your blog page on the website. So what people want to do is go to WFLAOrlando.com, click in the Good Morning Orlando tab at the top of the page, and they are both there for you. There you go. And I appreciate you doing that. Um, oh, uh, your show for the drive home this afternoon. There's so much going on. Folks are definitely going to want to tune in and be up to date on traffic as so many folks hit the road. Uh, yes, we update the traffic and the weather every 10 minutes. We talk with our news partners at Fox 35 to get breaking local news. And there's a lot going on with the Trump administration these days, especially today. So we'll talk about that as well, all 5 to 6 p.m. on PM Orlando. We're not on live. There's a special program on Monday morning, a special programming, but we will be back with you Tuesday morning. Alan will be bringing you the news on Monday morning. And for him, oh boy, for Yaffe, and for Melissa, the Bud Man, thank you. God bless you, and God bless America.